Hello everyone, this is the Husky Bible Podcast, episode 59. This is your Husky Bible, Ariel Duran. Remember our website, huskybiblepod.com, where you can listen to all the past podcasts uh, done by yours truly. If you're into that masochistic kind of lifestyle and you have time to kill, well, there's some time to kill there. 30, 20-minute podcasts, short and sweet, to the point, like I am right now. Uh, My apologies for the time that I have not been uh, publishing podcast well i had to do some errands and visit family in dr um saw the wife and kid which was uh exactly what i needed exactly what i needed at the moment i needed to see my daughter i needed to physically be there with my wife and my daughter feel the warmth and uh mission accomplished on that end very short termed unfortunately Wish I could have asked for more time, but that would have been abusing uh, the privileges uh, that my employer provided me. But so, but I am thankful that I got the opportunity to spend time with my wife and daughter and see my family, my dad, friends, relatives, uh, whoever I was able to see in that short notice. I was able, able to congregate, go to church, something that I have not been able to do since i've been here in the states uh due to not me finding a church of my liking because my uh, criterias are now very 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 high and i just don't go to any old church uh not because i believe i'm better than them it's just that uh let's not go to that bowl of wax Uh, the thing is uh I, i don't congregate here but i'm trying to change that um was managed i managed to bring some of my old stuff from dr here because on my first trip uh you know with the luggage rules you can't bring that many stuff and uh you know i i don't like to abuse the laws i did have to pay extra for additional uh luggage uh, this time because i brought my guitar my uh, les paul clone but i left uh my squire stratocaster because it doesn't work I couldn't bring two guitars at the same time, although I wished I would, because here there's more possibilities of finding a place that can actually fix the damn thing. But uh, I'll see what we can do in terms of bringing that guitar here, because I do want to keep that guitar, and I do want it to work, and I do want it uh, with me. But uh brought some of my old comic books, some of my old trade paper bags, some of my old Bibles. I brought the oldest Bible that I've had in my possession uh since 1992 yep i'm old uh swing of water now <sighs> that long pause was brought to you by water aka h2o drink it and you'll be more healthy anyway <laughs> what kind of water it's water who who gives a damn uh just water so uh yeah, uh, 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 the, the, the thing that, of course, was the highlight of my trip was spending time with my wife and daughter. That, oh my god, I can't put into words how good it felt to be a family again. It's not that I don't 
talk to my daughter or speak to my uh, my wife or daughter every day i do i call every day i see them every day through uh, facetime but it's not the same talking through facetime than being there helping them out uh i was able to help them out uh, uh, in this trip in in a few ways not as much as i would have liked to but nonetheless uh, i was there i felt useful i don't know maybe some of you guys that are listening that have a family probably would understand what that means but uh i felt i felt useful i felt like i was fulfilling a purpose not that i don't do anything from here i do help out as much as i can with my, what with me being absent at all i do try to help as much as i can but it felt extra special being with them because nothing substitutes warmth of having your family there and my god i mean i missed them already uh, but i'm very thankful that i got that time to spend uh, to spend it with them um but it felt weird being in dr not in a bad sense not at all I, the contrary i felt at home like things make sense for some weird reason because in dr things are not exactly uh peachy keen as i heard an expression somewhere down there if you've that's a reference that only i get so uh don't try to look up that reference you won't find it another swing of water anyway uh but i felt at home i felt fine uh got to see my dad uh my sister uh my uh stepmom uh my friend fianchi got to meet someone new uh, uh i don't know if i should be in the liberty even saying his name uh because I, I i quite frankly didn't ask for permission to talk about him but uh he he gave me a good impression uh i met him i met him through my wife he's vacationing he's actually u.s uh an american vacationing in dr and i met him through my wife uh, they were kind of pen pals uh through uh you know as pen pals go in the 21st century you know you meet through the internet and uh i met the guy he seems like a very uh good person he's probably listened to this podcast so you might be saying i don't got i got no i don't mind you telling my name no, it's just respectful and for respect of privacy and whatnot because i, I don't like to you know indulge and in, in, in talk about stuff especially putting out there in the ether which is the internet so uh but uh sir again once again it was a privilege and an honor to meet you uh great conversation we talked for like two and a half hours without even meeting and that's a record for me for being an introvert that doesn't necessarily talk much in front of people with the exception of this podcast because apparently this is my only outlet for communication with people so i talk in general sense and those of you who want to get it get it and those of you who don't don't get it and it's fine with me it's okay but Nonetheless, uh, uh, sir, you're listening. Thank you for the good company, uh, for the great conversations, and for the things that we shared. Uh, uh, those conversations were very well, and uh, you left a good impression on me. And I, once again, I thank you for being such a gentleman 
and uh, for uh, your hospitality <laughs> as we uh, visited you in your Airbnb. <laughs> uh, so once again, sir, you and you know who you are. Thank you for once again for your hospitality and for your kind words towards my family and my daughter. Uh, I just hope that I can live up to that expectation that you've uh, planted on my family. I just hope that I hope to God that I I, I live that way because uh, I don't want to uh, uh, I don't want to fail my family. My family is top priority right now to the point that most things right now are like, man, I mean, I brought my collection of comic books and and this is where I'm going to get geeky a little bit. Uh, you have to understand I have uh, a few valuable comics like the first uh, first appearance in Spider-Man of Moreland and Ezekiel. I've got to get that baby signed uh, by John uh, Michael J. Straczynski and <coughs> John Romita Jr. And make that puppy worth some mo some dough. And I also have the number one issue of uh, Green Arrow when uh, Kevin Smith resurrected him. Uh, I got a... I got a few comic books there. Some old, some not that old, some more newer. So uh, I'm not the biggest comic book collector. <coughs> Sorry. There's a lot of pauses here because my throat and whatnot. But anyway, uh, so yeah, I'm not the biggest comic book collector. But I like my comic books, and uh, because they're mine, there's no there, people might have them, and that's fine. But these are mine, so there. Uh, also, in the geek department, uh, yeah, I continue to see Peacemaker. The episodes that I had left, you know, four, five, and six. So I'm up to date. I'm just missing this week's that's going to come out on Thursday, I believe. Which I believe I'll catch on uh, Saturday. And uh, I know I haven't said much about it, only that I like it. It's because I'm waiting till the whole thing is processed and then uh, do a review. I've also been listening that the Book of Boba Fett has been showing a lot of good stuff, although it has kind of become Mandalorian adjacent in the sense that it, Boba Fett has taken like a, 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 a uh, the passenger seat and has led... Uh, uh, Mando take over in set in a sense on the series, which I find that weird. But hey, uh, I don't own the series, so uh, I think I'll catch that. I avoided seeing uh, Hawkeye. I mean, I saw a few episodes, but then I was like, man, I'm not shitting on it because people tend to shit on it as oh, you suck. It's just that it didn't caught my attention whatsoever. And well, good that spoilers. Kingpin is back. Or is he? Because apparently, again, spoilers, he got off on the last episode. But I don't see Marvel killing off such an important character right off the gate. Especially a character that is very important to both Daredevil and Spider-Man. Like, char that character specifically is a very important character for those street-level uh, heroes. And if you saw No Way Home, you understand that Spidey is back to basics. And uh, like I said on my Spider-Man No Way Home review, these three past movies of the, the Home series, 
you know, uh, uh, Homecoming, Far From Home, No Way Home. Uh, all these three movies have been like the origin story of Spider-Man, of the MCU Spider-Man. And uh, now he is fully full-fledged Spider-Man. You know, he's living in an alone apartment. Spoilers for those of you, the few people in the planet that have not seen No Way Home. Even my daughter has seen it, and that's not an insult. She's a big Spidey fan. Uh, those of you who have not seen it, again, spoilers of the yin-yang. The, the movie ends with Peter living in a small apartment, kind of like uh, 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 Tobey Maguire Spider-Man. Like the shittiest apartment in New York City. Small as fuck, broke as fuck, and with a homemade suit. He made it himself. So no more Star Trek tech, no more, uh, no, uh, he's basically alone now, so he has to make his own shit, he has to make his own stuff, so, uh, but yeah, uh, so Spidey's now on street level, and Daredevil, we all know, is, is street level, so, uh, we need Kingpin to be there, god, that was the longest explanation ever, that's how my brain works, and I tend to ramble on, and around and on, and on. So my apologies for that. Uh, but yeah, uh, Peacemaker is right now the show that's been keeping me keeping my attention in the geek department. Uh, other than Peacemaker, what the, what the hell am I watching? Uh, a lot of AEW. Uh, I know I haven't done the wrestling beat in a while. Because most of you don't listen to wrestling, watch wrestling, or give a shit about wrestling. I do, but I tend to not bore you with those details. But... Other than that, I'll just say I watch AEW. I prefer watching AEW over WWE because uh, WWE has become stale. And it has aged as well as a carton of milk left in the fridge for three years. That well. Anyway, uh, I'm happy to report that I'm kind of drawing again. But I haven't published anything, and, and there's a good reason for it. It's because I'm sketching, and I'm doing it uh, analog sense in, in terms of pencil and paper, not digital. And uh, the reason is because, um, you know, I'm just trying to see if the inspiration is there. Look, I, I said it before. I know when I published the whole thing, that became a goal, a big hoo-ha, whatever the hell you want to call it. Uh, when I published uh, on my Instagram at that I real Duran, that uh, uh, I was probably thinking about quitting drawing in general. I really can't quit drawing because it's it's a big part of my life. It's always been a big part of my life, and uh, but it's just the frustration of it all. Because uh, I always question. I, I I ask God, the universe whatever God is, but I ask uh, freely, like, why do I have this talent if I can't use it? There's no point of using it because it doesn't generate anything. So what is the point? Like, this type of talent should be something that should be displayed, not because I'm, it's me, not because I believe I'm that good, but if you have something that you can do that is uniquely you, why not showcase it and try to make a buck out of it? Not prostitute yourself. I mean, I, I consider myself in that sense, in that particular sense, I consider myself an artist. 
not because I'm the best artist, not because I, I money is something that I feel icky about attaching my art into, and I guess that's part of the problem why I never prospered. But the thing is that I've been screwed so many times when I see that there is a business proposition in terms of art. Uh, one case that I can speak of, I won't say details because uh, I signed paperwork. I had to do some designs for a certain project that will be namely nameless. Uh, and uh, the dude was like, it was weird because in no time did he ask if I had a, ta a laptop or a Wacom tablet. I, I, I did tell him I have a Mac, but it was a desktop, so it was an iMac. So you can't travel with an iMac because that's kind of defeats its purpose, you know, defeats its purpose. The purpose of having uh, a laptop is that you're mobile. You can move, go different places with it. In this particular case, I didn't have any mobile apparatus. I can only draw from my house. And this uh, individual wanted me to go to outside of where I live, outside my city, to Santo Domingo, and sleep over while I still had a 9 to 5. I asked permission to leave one day from work to see, but he wanted me to stay. Now, maybe his intentions were that he didn't want me to uh, do the job, but I think that he had nefarious uh, intentions. I could be wrong, and, not, and since I have not mentioned any names or said who the individual or, uh, or the people or the person was, I'm, I'm not uh, mentioning any names, so I'm not uh, tarnishing anyone's reputation. I'm just giving my two cents. Anyway, uh, that's one of the experiences. Uh, and also got screwed out of the money, too, as well. I was promised an amount. And due to this person thinking that I just ran out of him, I didn't run out of him. It's just that I had to go home with my family and work the next day. Because, oh, yeah, you're paying me, but I don't have a guarantee. I don't have a contract that's guaranteeing me money. So if you if nothing is written on paper giving me a guarantee and a warranty, especially in DR, which I, I'm sorry, if you sign any type of documents, it's worth the same as toilet used toilet paper because they can wrap a, a thing to a judicial shit that it will take years and, and both lawyers will just combine themselves to fucking you over both sides. And between and between the two lawyers, they'll just rip all the fucking benefits, because that's the way it works in DR. So I just cut all the red tape, and I just was like, no, I'm going home, because th this is not a guaranteed job. I I did have a guaranteed job, my nine to five. That one is is paying me per hour. And if I'm missing a day, guess what? I'm that's a day I missed from work that I'm not gonna get paid. So uh, I made that judgment call, and he didn't like it, and well. It is what it is. It's water under the bridge, but it's just that I keep these lessons to remind myself: uh, you're gonna get fucked. You're gonna get fucked. Uh, people just looking out to fuck you and take advantage of your uh, uh, your talent to fuck you. They don't pay you. They won't pay you. They want don't want to pay you. So I just have it as a norm now. Not 
to get into business at any type of thing with drawing because my experience as the one I've just narrated is that they don't pay they don't pay that's all so uh, what can I tell you <laughs> what can I tell you that's exactly what I can tell you that they don't pay and they don't give a shit about you and uh, I kind of do because not so much about myself but you know bills to pay and whatnot child to raise uh, stuff to do and the money although it's not about the money but it kind of is because money is unfortunately a fucking necessary evil because we need it and whatnot so uh yeah that's why i am it, it, it's a very difficult thing with me with the drawing right now uh i want to draw i like drawing but uh I see no financial benefit coming out of it due to past experiences experiences teaching me that exposing my art only guarantees that I'm going to get fucked in the ass hard, pounded like it was from uh, Rocco Sofredi uh, on a fucking uh, tear. And uh, that's a reference right there. Yes. Oh, yes. Oh, my God. How do you know who's Rocco Sofredi? Fucking, uh, whatever. Fuck. Uh. <laughs> I'm lonely. <laughs> uh, although I have no need for that. I haven't had any need for that in the past days, thanks to visiting my wife. Anyway, uh, I thought that I should conclude by talking about a subject that has been uh, the talk of the town uh, and the interwebs as of late. And, uh, and I realized that I may be the last person on earth that has to talk about this shit because I have zero relations or relationship with this person. This person doesn't know me shit, doesn't owe me jack shit. Doesn't know who the fuck I am. Wouldn't recognize me in a police line for the shit, for the fucking life of me. And uh, the only reason I'm talking about this is because uh, I find it as an injustice. I believe it's an injustice. And if you uh, are listening and don't like what I say, well, you don't like it. But here we go. Joe Rogan. Uh, what is a guy that has maybe four listeners in his podcast talking about the guy that has the number one podcast in the whole entire planet. Well, if you've been not have been living under a rock lately and don't know, you know, that Joe Rogan has been under attack first, uh, accused as being an anti-vaxxer because he's had certain people in his show, uh, the Joe Rogan experience, by the way, like if you don't know what it is, uh, he's had a few people there that have contradictory ideas in terms against the uh, uh, vaccine. But if you've been a longtime listener of Joe Rogan, I mean, I've been listening to Rogan since, I don't know, uh, I think 20, 2017. Yes, I've been listening to Joe Rogan since 2017. Um. 
I mean, he's been this show's been on longer than that. But I've been listening to Rogan on and off again since 2017. And, uh, you know, when you hear the person, that, like, he tends to repeat himself. You know, the same subjects, the chimps. <laughs> the, 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 the third eye, uh, ayahuasca, uh, the moon landings, you know, the same old skits. He just hits on that. And, oh, they'll even get him started on nutritional shit. Uh, anyway, uh, I've never gotten the impression that he's out there to misinform. He's just a curious man, that's all. He's a curious man. And you got to remember, he's half-baked all the time while he does those shows. He's half-baked. And some of those shows, he's even gotten stunk drunk. Like one that he did with... Uh, 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 God damn it, I forgot this name. Jesus Christ, I'm forgetting this name. Jesus. Uh, Gary Clark Jr., yes. He did a podcast with Gary Clark Jr. And uh, uh, and, another, and a vocalist, I forget her name. I apologize. You're not listening to the show, so who gives a shit? Anyway, uh, the thing is that that podcast, I think it ran almost four hours. And he was fucking wasted. And, oh, by the way, those of you who don't know Gary Clark Jr., black. This will come in hand later. And, and also, uh, he's had uh, uh, Daryl Davis, who, who made a bunch of white folks that were in the Ku Klux Klan see the light stop being fucking racist and change now. The reason I mention this is because uh, since the first part of the plan didn't happen, according to plan, which was trying to diminish Joe Rogan, I mean, we had fucking Neil Young and a bunch of old artists uh, removing their uh, music from Spotify because uh, of Joe Rogan's alleged views, and that's not his views. That's He's taken that vaccine, I believe, by the way. And uh, he also likes to be informed. And he asked questions from different sides and not necessarily the ones that it is the popular vote. Uh, Joe Rogan, I would consider him a liberal, a very hardcore liberal. But he has some thoughts that maybe not what the norm of today is because he's trying to see things from the point of what makes sense. And on his mind, certain things don't make sense. And he's had a stance against leftist ideas in some cases. And in other cases, he defends left, leftist ideas. And it's not either here or there. I'm not trying to determine if the guy is a lefty or a righty. That's not the point. The point is that he's a free thinker. That he's not conforming to what the mandate is. Since they couldn't shut him up with that end, the next end that they came up was, oh, he is a racist because he used the N-word. I clarify now before uh, we continue that, yeah, I don't think the use of the N-word in any way, any context from people that are not black shouldn't be used. And uh, Joe Rogan, in his defense, he did admit that he has used the word repeatedly in his podcast, but it was not from, and if you listen to the podcast, it's not from an, from a, uh, an intention of malice or the intent of malice or 
discriminatory. I mean, do you know how many black comedians are the dude's friend? Uh, Dave Chappelle, Darnell Rollins, uh, the late uh, uh, John Witherspoon, the late Paul Mooney. Uh, Rogan even opened for Richard Pryor well, when Richard Pryor was already down, uh, going down on his disease. Uh, the man, if he was a racist, I mean, there would be very powerful black people calling him out right now, and none of them have. Why? Because he's he's not a racist. Did he use uh, racial slurs? Yes. Is he happy that he did? No. He's apologized. Because you just... Look... Anybody with my skin complexion, I'm Latino, but uh, my skin complexion by hook or crook is white. So all of us with white skin complexion, even Latino, white, whatever your background from, if you have a light skin complexion, if you're white, you can't use that word in any context whatsoever. Even if your intentions are good, you can't just use that word anymore. That word is canceled on our end. Now, justifying anything, and and I'm not trying to say, well, the exception is Joe Rogan and a certain group of white people. No. Again, that's wrong, but you got to let people learn from their mistakes. You got to learn, you got to give some grace to people. I mean, we're, none of us are going to get it right in every sense of the word. So we've got to extend some grace to people and let them know, like, you know, yeah. Like, I don't care if you've said the word, I mean, if if you said it with malice, with very bad intentions, then, well, you got to check yourself out. But I, I'm and I'm not the one that needs to forgive anything because it's, it, 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 <laughs> the thing is we're living in very confusing harsh difficult times in terms of like trying to please everyone we won't uh, unfortunately please everyone racism is real there is real racism uh that's undeniable unquestionable and there's been horrible horrible things done uh to justify the stupid shit called racism and but and this is my opinion. I I don't think Joe Rogan is the problem. I think that maybe the problem is that he was feeding into a group of people or saying things or giving a platform to people that are disenfranchised now and are not being allowed to express themselves and talk away. I mean, right now, yes, everybody and their moms have have a podcast. Hello. I have one right now talking to you. But the thing is, hmm, we got to let ourselves like think for ourselves, not have a system talking to us, telling us what to think, what to believe. We got to make up our own minds. That's why I'm I'm very open-minded. Like I have my own views, but I don't I don't want to impose those views on others. I don't believe in that. That's something that pisses me off. Like imposing views on others. I, 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 don't, I don't play that. I don't do that. I don't like that. I'm not about that. What I'm about is that you 
formulate your opinions and educate yourself as to why you have these opinions let yourself know why this is the way you believe you got to process that that's why one thing i do love about the bible is that that part where it says love the lord with all your heart all your mind and all your strength that means that you got to be mindful of why you got love god you have to do it with your all your brain you got to find the logic in this that's what my interpretation of it of that verse is you got to find the logic in this you don't believe just because mommy and daddy told me to believe no that's why in a weird sense i'm very grateful for going through the dark age that i went through uh, wrestling with my faith uh, all those years back i mean uh, i don't know if i mentioned this uh, here's my joe rogan moment of mentioning shit that i've mentioned in the past uh, i struggled with my faith i was I, I mean i was almost to the point to becoming an atheist because uh, i i didn't find i was like what if all this is bullshit what if i've been just sold a fuck a fucking truckload of lies just to keep me uh at bay then i had to go through my process and uh think the idea of that no and i've come out the other side not exactly intact but i'm more convinced now than ever that there is a god maybe not the religious god that they've sold us but there is a higher power not the one we want it to be not the one the religious folks wanted to be and again here again joe rogan moment number two on my end you know a lot of mistranslations in the bible and whatnot but does doesn't take away that at least in my sense i find it very difficult that nothing created something something had to create something in order to be something existing it had to it doesn't just pop up out of air like when i draw that drawing didn't come out itself i made those lines i made those uh lines and and that's like like to me trying to explain to me the 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 big bang is like the equivalent of a, a printing press exploding and having and then after the explosion the result is a, a, a dictionary you know how much fucking probability you need for that to happen it's fucking stupid or the equivalent of uh, uh, the the uh, four motor vehicles exploding and then a whole fleet of cars coming out of a result that don't make no fucking sense at all to me but then again i could be wrong i could be wrong you believe what you want to believe i respect that don't come at me because i, I i'm not into discussions and trying to discuss points just to make sure that, that my knowledge dick is bigger than your knowledge dick and because that to me debates that's what they end up being just a fucking dick measuring contest So there. Uh, so my conclusion, yeah, Joe Rogan, not a racist, not an anti-vaxxer. He's just a guy who is inquisitive 
and apparently some groups in, in higher power don't like questions to be asked. So just keep that in mind. That's all. Anyway, uh, this has been the Husky Bible Podcast, number 59. Uh, remember to follow uh, the website, huskybiblepod.com, uh, social media at huskybiblepod. My personal social media is at that Ariel Duran. And uh, I hope that I can bring this to you next week. But so for now, again, this has been the Husky Bible Podcast. This has been Ariel. Take care and goodbye.